0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Sounds like chase music? <laughs> it's like V, go to the alley. <laughs> Hello everyone, what is up? It is me, Ewan from What Culture Gaming today, joined by Scott Helford. Hello! To talk about some news. We've got a few stories that have broken over the weekend and a talking point that has kind of been slowly bubbling beneath mm. the surface for quite a few good months now actually maybe even a year depending Um, because I actually want to talk about Battlefield 5 and how you know last week or on the podcast last week we mentioned how Battlefront 2 has kind of had a little renaissance in Mm. the past few months you know DICE have gone out of their way to resurrect that title and Mm -hmm. basically make it you know almost like a completely different game they've come so far to like basically get past the controversy that happened at launch which Mm -hmm. was two years ago now which is absolutely ridiculous it's come a long
2: way though yeah yeah
1: and uh, obviously DICE also released Battlefront Battlefield 5 last year and you know there was some controversy um, at launch you know fake controversy I think to be fair and then we had the actual game come out and it actually played very well mm. I've actually held off from getting it for a while now even though I love Battlefield i really liked um Bad- the Bad Company game was like my, one of my favorite shooters ever really? and then um, I really enjoyed Battlefield 1 as well mm-hmm. um and it felt as though Battlefield 5 was just be Battlefield 1 which is great mm-hmm. in World War 2 and then um, I picked it up over the weekend because I was in the mood to shoot some Nazis. <laughs> And um, <laughs> It's a, it's a very weird thing because I think the gameplay is, and I think this might be a little bit controversial to so say, I actually think the gameplay is at its tightest it's been for a while. Yeah, yeah. Everything feels really good to play. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying the squad-based gameplay. Still fantastic. It's all really, really fun. Um, But I've, as I've been kind of going through it all, I've been noticing little bits and pieces here and there which mm-hmm. uh, they, they don't make too much sense. So basically, we've got stuff locked behind paywalls, a lot of cosmetics right. that, you know, you have to buy credits to then use. And you also have the, the currency that you accumulate in-game called company credits which right. use to get stuff. But the vast majority of cosmetic items which obviously is what they kind of really sold the multiplayer around before Mm -hmm. it released was being like, oh, you can make your own soldier. This is your company. You can make them however you want. Mm -hmm. Um, They have timed event stuff where you can pick stuff up as well, but for the most part, it's literally just like, here is an elite set that you can buy for X amount of money. And, you know, they do have to support their game somehow. You know, you can't just have content release post-launch without having any way to monetize that whatsoever. Um, But it's still a little bit dodgy. And actually, as I've been doing some digging over the weekend, it seems as though there is a little controversy kind of bubbling the beneath the surface of Battlefield 5.
2: Yeah, the fanbase aren't especially happy. We saw the whole thing with the PvP mm-hmm. mode being cancelled. I know Fireteam eventually made it out, but it was months later, even though it was kind of part of their initial announcement stuff. Um, but yeah, it seems like a whole bunch of people have kind of forgot that Battlefield even exists, and I class myself as one of those people as well because I even, out of the two of them in terms of the big dice shooters, I've even been playing more Battlefront than I've been playing Battlefield. Yes. But that's just the general state of Battlefield 5 is that it's in a bit of a mess.
1: Yeah. So basically last week the dice announced that they announced Thank that their you. five, the new Five v Five multiplayer mode was basically getting the. Actual- and mm-hmm. there was another story that broke last week, basically, where the developers themselves admitted that they had no clue what was going on with the roadmap. <laughs> so we had this massive roadmap coming out where, Ta-da. you know, basically the same as Battlefront, you got this content releasing in this mm. month, this is coming this month, this is coming this month. And people on the subreddit weren't too pleased to find out that after a few months had gone by, this roadmap had promised them new vehicles, new items, new cosmetics. And um, the Battlefield community manager, Jeff Braddock, actually responded to complaints that previously promised updates slated to release in June hadn't actually come. This included new okay. vehicles, and new select... Item, He said, That is not a current roadmap. I mean, let's be honest, even our current roadmap, that's inverted commas, is not accurate at this point. (laughs) The latest, and yes, it's already missed some items, is here, which has basically got all this stuff coming out. This one, we've got a new um, theater of war that's coming set in the Pacific, so you'll get two new factions as well, which is the United States and Japan. Really, really cool. Getting some Battlefield 1943 vibes coming from that, maybe, which I really, really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, he says, The answer I received from the vehicle dev was, What are you talking about? I showed him the image you shared. The dev said... That's wrong. The next big push of vehicles and gadgets is with the next chapter set in the Pacific. He's frustrated with the inaccuracy of the specific chapter roadmap. Uh, and he's escalating it to his bosses and studio leadership and I'm escalating it to the marketing team to find out why it has this info in the first place. Okay. The body of the article doesn't talk about vehicles or gadgets. It talks about weapons and elites. The image is inaccurate. I'm sorry, man sigh
2: aww so this is what you can I know um,
1: so yeah Battlefield 5 It's <laughs> a really, really weird place I've been playing it over the weekend I've been having a great time mm. but it's difficult to drop in at this point after the game's come out and mm. discover what is new and what isn't and mm. you know
2: how much of that content has been coming readily after launch it's like it's weird as well because it makes me think of the way that EA tre- treat these things where mm. they sort of rotate through their like major franchises like at some point whatever the next Battlefield is whether it's Battlefield 6 or maybe you return to the bad company thing maybe that mm. stuff's real or whatever all those things will have to be coming back through the pipeline you know they, they can only support this game for so long, um, but I like the idea that they're sort of getting out there and communicating things, even though what they're communicating doesn't yeah. exactly doesn't exactly come across very clearly. Um, but just looking at the sort of the general like fan Reddit's and stuff, it does seem like people are like, okay, what the hell are you doing with this thing? Because um, if they've invested their trust after, mm-hmm. they, like you said, that initial sort of controversy around launch, wherever you came down on that, like even if you did start keep playing the game, mm-hmm. you know, you've put your money in. Like they, they kind of they owe it to the fans or whatever to sort of communicate what the hell's happening. And with that's
1: the interesting game. thing as well because like there is, I remember when they before they released that like, we're going to update this game by adding in new theaters of war regularly mm. on a regular basis. Battlefield 1, of course, had all the stuff on the Eastern Front, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And there is clearly a great game here. Like, yes. there is clearly... Battlefield itself is such a well put together franchise, and mm-hmm. it's very rare that I find an entry that I didn't enjoy. I think mm-hmm. the formula is always good. I actually know what they And, doing and at this Battlefield point. One had the great operations stuff. I've not actually encountered anything similar in this game, yet, which is really weird because operations was the best part of Battlefield One. Totally. But yeah, it's very weird that we're at this state now where Star Wars Battlefront Two, the most reviled game of 2017, has now kind of overtaken Battlefield Five yeah. in, in in the in the player favorability charts this year. <laughs> it's very very weird. Might and and just be I, mean, because yeah.
2: it's like the year of Star Wars. But yeah. in terms of Battlefield Five, I remember. When when Josh reviewed it, I think he ended up giving it four stars or three and a half. Mm -hmm. He still said there was a lot to um, champion about it. Mm -hmm. It just seems like a few of the rougher edges need to be smoothed over. They do have a great product here. It's just that they don't necessarily... I don't know. Seem to be able to put it together in the best way, but there's recommendable things in there. Mm. Um, but yeah, the general state of Battlefield Five seems to be a little bit all over the place, mm. at least at the minute. Um, speaking of things that are all over the place, do you like Resident Evil? Good sir. Yes. Me too. Now there was a dude called Evil VR who always used to tweet stuff on uh, on Twitter, um, and always used to. He was one of the people who was fine <laughs> tweeting on his PS4. He just, you know he does what he can. <laughs> he gets out there, and uh, he was one of the people that leaked uh, the the existence of the Resident Evil Two remake and uh, Resident Evil Seven ahead of time, and um, very much got in the crosshairs of Capcom because it was like, like who Capcom? the hell is from I know he's sort of getting, getting in there before they had a chance to put things out officially now this um, you know account sort of became known as the place to go to for Resident Evil things um, eventually uh, had to tweet that he was uh, contacted by Capcom or co- uh, contacted by someone at the top to say hey can you please stop ruining these big things because you know as I you imagine do. he was just calling in a back alley and the guy just shh <laughs> <laughs> just the face of Capcom yeah. trying to hit him with one of those giant controllers Yes. Um, but yeah so uh, the, the, all of this that I'm about to say take with a mahusive grain of salt um, but this dude I just love the way that one this giant is, grain one massive <laughs> chunk of salt um, because I love the fact that he's still tweeting specific details but obviously he had to preface it um, by saying like look my, my assumption on the next Resident Evil game is that it might be like <laughs> this but just the fact of the source kind of makes me think that he's still mm. doing what he can to sort of get some bits and pieces out there um, but yeah if you've been keeping up with the news from last week uh, Capcom tweeted out this thing called Project Resistance um, said that we'll find out more at uh, the Tokyo Game Show mm. but um, people have already datamined the um, the link that was included for the teaser trailer found a whole bunch of screenshots that show group characters kind of shows that it's going to be another Resident Evil outbreak which I totally called last week totally a thing um, but this dude then uh, Evil VR then sort of followed up on that and said that his take um, but we'll find out more soon Um <laughs> <laughs> but then he had, to, he had to reinforce that by saying these are my guesses not confirmed to be true um, fire uh, but he said that he thinks the game takes place before Resident Evil 2 and 3 and um, said that because the screenshots include young characters he's guessing that they were all in college when the outbreak happened uh, Nemesis could appear and maybe it's teasing the Resident Evil 3 remake more enemy types more than what outbreak file 1 and 2 had and then I love that he caps all that off by being ludicrously specific and says also no 4v1 because that's what we tend to put on wish lists we tend to, we tend yeah, to just assume there'll be no 4v1 Josh
1: always makes sure to go out of his way for every little ten things gamers demand for the next release, of no four v one. Yeah, no specific yeah. sort of uh, numerics. That's interesting. So, what do you mm. read from that? Like, does that mean that kind of we're getting more oriented Resident
2: mm. Evil? Yeah. Well, so that was the thing back in like 2003, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Outbreak. That was one of the first online um, games on the PS2. You had to get a modem to play it and everything. Um, but I think that considering the engine that Resident Evil Two had, it's just such a great third-person shooter. And um, I think it makes sense to bring those things together, let you go on like missions together. And um, this, and plus, there's a massive gap for a Left 4 Dead fandom to be like here. Is a massive AAA-produced or well-produced I'm right game. I'm right here. I know, he's been here for years. <laughs> like, satiate the man. So, um, yeah, I think that that's kind of what they're going for. I think if, uh, if Valve aren't going to do a decent Left 4 Dead 3 um, and Turtle Rock are doing Bound for Blood um, with not anywhere near as much um, production <laughs> value but about 4 Blood with the number 4, um, then I think there's something to be said for a, a proper AAA-produced zombie game. Um, and that's what I think that this is. Um, the stuff that he says about the age of the characters is kind of cool. The mm. idea of them tapping back into, um, you know, bringing about like uh, Stranger Things kind of vibes, like, you know, Characters that are coming out of school dealing with the outbreak. I hope that means more DIY weaponry, as yes, well. Yes, I would assume so. I mean, it, I guess it depends, but I think in terms of the general attitude that they'll have, mm. it's very rare that Resident Evil games show the like the day of the outbreak, the things that were happening in like you know different settings, like in the middle of a school or whatever. Mm. Like, there's there's more ground to cover there, which I quite like the idea of. And um, something else as well, uh, very very quickly, is that um, Cyberpunk 2077 had a bit of an update uh, in terms of someone messaged the official account and said, um, "Can we inquire about the uh, first person cutscenes awesome. or first person perspective being used in cutscenes?" And um, the official from that said that yes first person will be used across the board in cutscenes and in gameplay and in everything and then the person said even in sex scenes and they said yes so <laughs> do you want some more Far Cry 3 first person citrus sex is it, scenes Is this,
1: coming is this a VR thing as well Can sadly do- it's not a VR thing I mean so they're, missing, the they're missing one very niche market around the corner there I if they don't do that so
2: I mean as a general sort of conversation point though I think it's a weird it was a weird swerve when they announced they were going to put everything in first person mm-hmm. in the first place um, because for me the biggest appeal of cyberpunk was a Witcher style game in a Cyberpunk setting Um, and also you have this massive customization system all this loot all these different things to wear and everything um, which now you'll just kind of not really see they kind
1: of addressed that in the last gameplay demo because when you're customising yourself uh, Johnny Silverhand goes up to you and goes why are you spending so much time in the mirror no one gives a rad sass what you look like and it's kind of like I care. Like, I
2: guess, and that could be sort of, like, a wider sort of comment on the state of commercialism and consumerism in that city, like, maybe, mm. but for the most part, like, you know, a lot of people in a cyberpunk setting like to customise themselves, like to have the arm blades and the big tattoos and everything else, um, but you're very rarely going to see it I mean,
1: imagine, imagine we're probably getting a photo mode in this game eventually as I hope well. So, yeah. That would
2: just open me up to be
1: like, oh, wow, this is how cooler it would look if the camera was behind me. And <laughs> I enjoy the idea of, like, I think the sense of speed and momentum you get from the, uh, the motorcycle Ridiculous looks really really cool but mm. at the same time i'm kind of just like
2: i want to be able to look let around me see my dude stuff so yeah so they have like they have kind of confirmed if you look at the gameplay footage that yes you can see v when you're in a car when you're on the back of a bike and mm-hmm. um, there are certain cutscenes that are more cinematically focused where the camera will float around different characters um but the comparison to be made in terms of the witcher is that you won't get a cutscene where it's like shot reverse shot mm-hmm. like it is when you talk to someone in the witcher 3 um which you know take that for what you will but i think if you're gonna have a really deep customization system let me see my dude I want to see my dude. I want to see the big, I want to see the jacket with the logo on it. Okay? That's you, all I want to see.
1: Do you just prefer third-person sex scenes? I, I
2: Yes, I do. I prefer third-person everything. Give me Fahrenheit. Give me Thrust with the right analog stick. Thrust to win. Don't throw that you on screen. I just want to thrust to, wi- thrust to win. But yeah, I think that, considering <laughs> the switch that they've done, um, a lot of the fandom are just kind of like, okay, we can go with the first-person stuff in gameplay, mm-hmm. but let us see our character in the cutscene. So it depends how they go forward, but I don't know. I just... Makes me makes me do this. I'm sorry, I'm just getting, like, Vietnam flashbacks to Fahrenheit now. <laughs> or Far Cry 3. But yeah, let us do oh. what think down in the comments below, depending on what you think of Cyberpunk 2077, Resident Evil, and the state of Battlefield. For now, though, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. And I've been yun from WhatCulture.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 <laughs>